This is episode 128. My name is Justin Peach, and this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. What's up, everybody? Um, it is me, solo episode today. Uh, Chris couldn't, a little under the weather, uh, couldn't make it today. Um, so you just got just me today. It's going to be a pretty short episode, I believe. I don't know. I, I may talk for an hour. I don't plan to. I actually hope I don't. Uh, I got things, other things to do today. But um, I'll let you know, just a solo episode today. Um, can't believe that January is almost over. Uh, we're moving on to February, which I believe Chris's birthday's in February. We need to make a note of that. He's not here to help remind me uh, that we need to celebrate his birthday. Uh, I think it's early February. So excited for that. Let me able to do something fun for that. Um, get him a cake or a pie or I don't know, whatever he wants uh, for his birthday. And get that in there. We're not going to do any updates and stuff like that. We'll wait till he gets back. Um, but if you like uh, our podcast, please share it, subscribe, review, rate, all those things that you hear on all the other podcasts as well. Um, and if you have any suggestions, uh, feel free to hit us up uh, on there. On the show links is how you can get a hold of us um, and how you can listen. Oh, hey, Alexa does work. Uh, if you go to your Alexa whenever you want and say, hey, Alexa. Play the Bible Buffoons podcast. Now you have to say it very clearly. It took me and other people like two or three times to do it because uh, the Bible Buffoons is not an easy one, um, but it does work. Um, I think it plays it through Amazon Music, which uh, we have Amazon. We're on. We're, we are on Amazon, um, so that's pretty cool. You can go listen to that, and that will be good. <clears throat> so today. Um, I don't know about you, but I would assume that uh, you are like me and that we like encouragement, right? That, that, that we like to be encouraged. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you a little encouragement, um, just a little scripture, about two verses here. Um, and one, encourage you, but also hope that you are encouraged by what you are reading in this. Um as a parent, as a spouse, as a friend, as a coworker, um, I need to do better at this. Uh, and I assume that you might as well is I'm trying to encourage and, um, praise, I guess a little bit, my kids and my spouse, my wife, uh, not just when they do something good. Right. Like I see this all the time when it's baseball season or uh, our six year old is in kindergarten and he's starting to read now and he's doing really good at it. And we're just like, buddy, we're so proud of you. Look at this milestone of reading. Right. Or um, just learning kind of those big deals. Um, but especially when it comes to like homework and sports and achievements and those things where we praise him for that. Um. I need to know, I need him to know that our love for him is not dependent on if he uh, hits a home run or does good at this or gets a good grade. Like, we love him no matter what. And so just trying to praise him. And the same with your wife. 
Uh, same with your spouse. If it's like, I'm gonna praise him when he does something good. I'm gonna praise him when, if it's a uh, job promotion, if it's this, if it's that. But even in the little things, I'm just encouraging and saying, hey, thank you for this. I see that you do this. Um, I think that, that one, I know that will go a long way uh, with friends, girlfriends, boyfriends, spouse, whatever it is. Um, but hopefully if you start doing that with your kids, they uh, uh, they know that you love them and encouraging them and are walking with them um, all the time and not just when they do something good. Uh, so that's why I'm kind of trying to throw that out there. But I, I, I'm thinking about that because I'm reading um, Colossians 3 today. Uh, uh, Colossians 3, 12 and 13. And um, if you're new to the Bible, if you're new to the faith and you're like, that sounds weird. What is Colossians? It's a book in the New Testament. Uh, so actually, uh, uh, yeah, it's in the New Testament, uh, which is the life of Jesus and after, uh, which is what the New Testament is. Um, and Paul wrote this. Paul, uh, if you want to learn more about Paul, go do research. Paul is a fascinating character and he wrote tons and tons of books in the Bible. And if you're thinking, man, I don't think I could ever be like that. Uh, go read some of Paul's history and you'll be like, Oh, Paul was kind of bonkers uh, at some point. And then he changed. Um, wasn't a great guy, but then he became one. Um, anyways, he wrote this to a church uh, in Colossae uh, at about 60 to 61 um, AD um, or AD 6061. So about 30 something years after Jesus, uh, Paul had never visited this church before. He's never been visited this town, um, but he heard about him. So he's writing them to encourage them. They've been having some issues in that church with like false teachers where people come and say, I'm preaching from God. I'm preaching the word. And it was not, um, it was false. Uh, and so he's trying to help them out there. Um, he's also trying to help the believers to kind of examine their lives, who they are, uh, and, and to be transformed. Paul likes to word this word transform to be transformed by the love of Jesus. Um, and that's what we're trying to do here as Christians to be transformed by the love of Jesus, that we may show the love of Christ to other people as well. Um, so yeah, so here we go. Colossians 3. So Paul is writing this to them to kind of encouragement uh, and for all of that. Uh, Colossians 3, 12 through 13. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against one another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. Um, I just want to get into it just a little bit here. Uh, one, at the very beginning, this encouragement uh, uh, put on then as God's chosen ones. You may not feel like this, but God picked you. To say you are God's chosen one, like that's a, that's a, a heavy, important, that's big language. But that's you. You right here listening to this. God chose you. God picked you. You weren't left over. You weren't just some like, ah, oh, okay, come on. No, God knew you, knew who you are, knew you by name. Knows you better than your parents ever knew. Knows you or will know you or did know you. Uh, and he picked you. And so that encouragement 
I needed to hear that. Uh, you know, again, sometimes we put labels and we put things on us and we're like, man, I don't feel, but to be like, man, no, God knows you and he loves you and he chose you. Um, and he wants you to be holy. Like he not only just says, Hey, here, but he says, Hey, I'm going to give you this, this charge that you are to be holy. You are to be Christ-like. Um, not that you're going to be Christ. No one on earth there, no one ever will, except for the one Jesus, um, but that he also encourages you to say, Hey, I know who you are. I loved you. I picked you and I've called you to be holy because you are beloved. Like he loves you. Um, and he sees you as holy, not because of what you have done, but because of who you follow. And that's Jesus. Remember back in that, back a few minutes ago, when we talk about this encouragement, of where I only praise my kids and, and show them that because they do something good. We don't have that with God. We don't, we, we can love and serve and do those things, but we are a fallen people. But he says, Hey, I love you no matter what. I love you. Uh, even in your sin, even when you are not being as holy as you should, I still love you. That's encouragement that God continually tries to tell us every day that he's there for us and that he loves us. Um, and I think that's important. I think that we should strive to be holy every single day. That's what we're called to be more like Jesus every single day. But when those days don't happen, we don't beat ourselves up over it and go, no, God doesn't love me anymore. He's still there. He still loves you. So he uh, is, is encouraging you in that. So it says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, um, put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. Um, and if one has a complaint against another, forgive each other as the Lord has forgiven you. Uh, so you also must forgive. So not only is there this uh, um, praise, but this encouragement of you can do more. Um, thinking about how to live your life in every situation with Christ in mind, with the WWJD bracelet on, right? Where every situation, that's what I'm trying to capture and think of and go around. It's pretty, that's a big task. That kind of hurts my head to think about. But if you can kind of narrow that down a little bit, um, just like the fruit of the spirit, right? We pray for the fruit of the spirit. God, I want more of this. Help me. Um, and so we talked about last week about the spiritual disciplines. We're going to get with that, um, you know, um, essential checkpoints later. Uh, I was going to skip that and wait for Chris to get back because those are good conversations. But we talked about having the spiritual disciplines to help grow our um, fruit of the spirit in that. This is a lot like that as well, right? That we have those things so so that we should live like God has called us to live. And in this, we get that, right? That we should be more compassionate. We should be kind. We should be humble. We should be meek. We should be patient. Uh, we should bear with one another. Um, and we should be forgiving. Now, this isn't everything in the fruit of the Spirit, but like, man, if I could be more compassionate and kind and humble and patient and meek and walk with one another and, and more forgiving, I'm going to be more like Jesus. So he praises you and says, I love you because you are my child, because you love Jesus. 
and and that's all it takes to be a part of the family of God. And then he encourages you. He he pushes you like you do your kids or your coworkers and your neighbors. You want to kind of help them and say, hey, we want to do more. God says, I want you to do more and I want you to live this way. Here's what I want you to do. So it's that's way more easier said than done. I get it. Um, I know it's a little bit easier uh, um, said than done. Uh, but yeah, um, I think it's a good challenge to do that, uh, to continue with that and to go. So that's my encouragement today. Colossians 3, 12 through 13. Um, you are God's chosen one. Uh, he picked you. He picked all of us. Um, and we are to be more compassionate and kind and patient and forgiving because we are dealing with other chosen ones of God. Every person you come in contact with is another chosen one of God. And if we all kind of live together in that, it's going to be better for everyone around us. It's going to be better for the kingdom of God. Um, and it's going to be good. So, hey, see you guys next week. Uh, next week, I guess, will be uh, f- the first one in February. Um, so we'll see you then. Um, hope you have a good day. Hope you've been encouraged. Uh, hey, and a challenge. Encourage someone around you. We'll talk to you. See you. Bye.